Welcome to the Ridiculous Hour Foundation, where we exist to inspire lives ridiculously responsive to the promptings of God. My name is Kat Silverglate, and this is our July 2021 Mobile Monthly Mission. The time is now. Here's the story. When we're kids, we have this kind of delicious capacity to be surprised, don't we? Surprise comes, and we are just open to it. It comes and we receive, absorb, giggle, exclaim, clap, light up. We're not trying to control anything, not it, not ourselves. We're just simply surprised by delight and delighted by surprise. And when it succeeds in catching us completely unaware, it has all of us. Because protection isn't on our radar screen, not yet anyway. Or at least not to the degree it is when we grow up. Our goals, our logic, our plans, they haven't become like these brick-and-mortar fortresses surrounded by moat-filled gators trained to devour any unannounced visitor before it can mess with our plans. Now, as kids, delight seems to find the unguarded, I want to be visited by you self. Remember that time? I do, which is why the consuming feeling of delight in an unannounced visit to this 50-something fortress builder shocked me so much. I can see clearly now in the rearview mirror that the planning of this surprise had taken about two years. I can also see that my visitor did not bother to hide his clues. I could have seen any one of them at any point. They were all done in plain sight, never once waking a single gator from his slumber as my fortress was breached in the planning. So here's how it started. About two years ago, my son and daughter-in-law, I actually call her my daughter-in-love, well, they invited me and my husband to Connecticut, where they had just moved. They were still newlyweds, and this was their first apartment. We, and on this particular day, we were in a really big hurry, my daughter-in-love and I. We were literally running through the home goods store, trying to find something big enough to fill this empty white wall that they had in the main living space of their apartment. It was this huge wall, alabaster white. So anyway, we had been at it for several hours and we had actually found some great things for the rest of the apartment, but nothing that could fill that wall that said, oh no, this isn't someone else's rental property. This, this is our haven for the next three years. This is our newest haven where life is going to ride itself on us and where it's going to come one second at a time, one minute at a time, one hour, one day. So anyway, I kept checking the time as we weave through the aisles because we had an appointment to pick up my husband at the train station. And we were still going slow. We were taking the scenic route to the checkout line because we didn't want to leave without finishing. We were so hoping to stumble on something, anything, that would put a period on our mission. And then I was rounding a final corner and it stopped me still. It halted the rush. It suspended time. It wasn't the period we'd been hoping for, the period on our mission. It was an all-out exclamation point. It was this huge clock with long, sturdy wrought iron arms and a gorgeous coat of red paint. And it sat on the floor of the store, kind of propped up against a shelf, like a stop sign on the way to the checkout. The numbers were pounded out of some kind of metal and they were crisp and bold and they had kind of this curly flips of whimsy to them. 
and over the spot where you might imagine that the timepiece's heart would be, it bore this phrase in the shape of a curve, gather, and then it said laugh and love right underneath the word gather. It was perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> and one swipe of a chip embedded piece of plastic and it belonged to them. Okay, you're with me so far? That was September of 2019. Now I want you to fast forward with me to May of 2021. That's just a few short weeks ago. We're standing in that same New Haven apartment. Big Red, I call her now. Big Red's been sitting on the floor actually for nearly two years now. It turns out that to hang it on the wall would have required pounding these big holes in the wall and I think it would have dinged their security deposit. So they kept it like you would a, a statue, a vase. They propped it up against a corner of the couch whenever people walked in and out for those two years almost, those 700 days, it said gather, laugh, and love. Okay, so here we are. Uh, it's May of 2021. The same way we were rushing around the day we found the clock, we are rushing around the apartment. Only now we're rushing around because we're making room for a new little life. My granddaughter, the newest Silverglate, was about to be born. And we were doing all the things that you do when you're making room for life. And there's a lot of them, assembling cribs and moving dressers and installing monitors and folding little tiny onesies that are gonna cover up a place where a heart of flesh is gonna beat. Anyway, so we're hurrying around because we don't know when she's going to go into labor. And we keep moving the clock out of the way because we don't know where it's going to fit when the baby comes. It's like we lean it against a piece of furniture, it could fall on her. And then I'm rounding a corner and it stops me again. It halts me from my hustle, dead in my tracks. I see the clock from a different angle now and her profile this time. And she has these metal boxes on her back with kind of holes carved out of them. And it dawns on me, this is the hanging mechanism for this clock. It's a place to put industrial wire through the holes. And there's a beam that goes right through the center of the wall. And I figure we can put industrial wire through the holes and we can swing it over the beam. And the clock will look like it's hanging on the wall, but not. it won't really be, it'll be suspended from this beam. And um, that's what we did. We went to Home Depot, we got some industrial wire, we climbed up on these rickety chairs, we managed to loop the wire over the beam, it took us a long time, and we finally got it done. And this alabaster wall was beautifully scarlet with warmth, and we were just delighted. And here we are, there were three of us in the room, myself, my son, my daughter in love, and we're gathered, we're laughing, and we are just loving this fix until someone spots the problem, the time. It's wrong. In our hurry to get this clock up, we forgot to put the battery in it. And with all we had to do before this baby came, taking it down again, it, that just was not gonna happen. So after we gave ourselves just kind of a, a time to be delighted with a tinge of oh shoot, um, someone finally said this, and I can't remember which one of us said it. They said, what if we wait until the baby's born, we change the time on the clock to the time of the birth, and we let that be a reminder of her arrival and it was it, that was it, that was a solution. That's exactly what we were gonna do. And so we rushed around 
to do all the tasks in making room for this new wonderful life. Okay, now, one more time. Fast forward with me to the day of the birth. COVID restrictions have limited the number of people who are allowed in the hospital. My son, my daughter-in-love, and her mom are in the birthing room. Uh, She's been in labor for 24 hours. It's time to push. So her mom calls me, um, and I put her on speakerphone. I'm standing in the apartment with uh, two people who are about to be giddy grandpas. My husband is on my left, and her father is on my right. And I put her on the speaker so that we can all hear each other. We can hear what's going on in the room and they can hear what's going on with us. It is so miraculous that digital technology makes, made, it, made a way for us all to be gathered for the moment of her birth. We hear her enter the world real time. We hear her first cry. We hear our son laughing and talking and the doctor saying, oh wow, and just eruptions of delight. We are absolutely consumed with the three of us, or so we think we're completely consumed and we are crying and jumping up and down and doing what you do when you're just completely taken. And then I catch a glimpse of the clock as I'm jumping up and down. I want to know the time of birth. And I remember it has no battery. So I look at my watch. They are the same. The time is now. The time on the clock is the same time as the time on my watch. God already knew when our granddaughter would draw her first breath. He knew we'd have this whole drawn out journey with the clock. He knew we'd be consumed with delight at at his palpable presence in this moment. He knew our guards would be completely down and we would be like little kids wide open to him. Isn't that amazing? The time is now. The Psalmist says in Psalm 139, Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths, you're there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. Oh my goodness. If I've ever understood the presence of God more than that moment, I don't know when it was. He is with us. The time is now. He's here right now. We are definitely made to live lives ridiculously responsive to the promptings of God. We hear him all the time. And yet we wait for him to show up in the doing, in the doing of the things that he prompts us and he nudges us to do. But he's there in the call. And he's in there, there in the doing. He's waiting for us sometimes to realize the time is now. It's time to start. Sure, the psalmist also says things like, wait on the Lord, be of good courage. He'll strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, wait on the Lord, Psalm 27, 14. But gosh, don't we know that there's a difference between doing all we know to do when he nudges us in a direction and waiting for him after we've done all we know to do? 
I don't know about you, but often I feel pushed in a pretty clear direction, and yet I just keep waiting. What am I waiting for? What are we waiting for? Where can we go from his presence? He's already here. (laughs) He's already ahead of us. When we start and we move in the direction of something he's nudged to do, when we nudge, when we respond to a nudge to his call, he's already there. He meets us there. So that lays the foundation for our mission this month, which honestly may be our simplest mission of all. In your mission pack, you're gonna find a paper clock. It has no hands. It's actually waiting for you to draw the hands on the clock. When will you be more ready than you are to answer his call, respond to his nudge? Where has he called you? What do you already know that he's called you to do? Maybe even know that he's called you personally to him as Lord. Write it down on the front of that paper clock, whatever it is. And if you aren't holding one of our mobile mission packs, no worries. You can draw a clock on a piece of paper. Uh, you can you can write the call in the center of that clock, or you can email us at theridiculoushour@gmail.com. We'll be happy to send you one while supplies last. Here's the second part of our mission. Look at your watch. What time is it? Is it now? Is now the time to start responding to what you wrote on that clock? If it is, if you are ready to make that commitment, if the time is now, would you draw the hands on the clock the same time that it is on your watch? That's your first step. He's already ahead of you. Okay, now you're gonna find one more thing in your mission pack this month. It's a time card. You know one of those old-fashioned time clocks that used to be in businesses, maybe they still are, and you push it in and it punches the time on the right day. Okay, there's one of those uh, in your mission pack. Spend some time praying and thinking about the steps that you can take this week towards that call, practical things. They could be one little thing every day this week, but they need to be steps in the direction of what you've written on that clock. Do you know that when you say yes without an action step, it's really not a yes, it's just a maybe? Where can you go from his spirit? Is the time now? The time is now. Guide us, Lord, guide our hands as we draw these hands on these clocks, as we ponder your call. We'll be gathered one day, delighting in all that you've done with our ridiculous responsiveness, at all the ways you found us lost in the light of the glory of your love. Amen. And if you're new to all this and you don't know where to start with God, don't you worry. He started with you a long time ago. He's never going to stop knocking. He says, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in. The question for each and every one of us is this, will we respond? That is our mission after all, inspiring lives ridiculously responsive to the promptings of God. Amen? Amen.